What's happening, family? Peace, peace and love to everybody out there. That's under the sound of my voice. I'm not gonna be there for you alone. But as we used to say in the church, I must be strong. Come on, y'all. Come on in the room now. We're gonna be on here for a quick minute, but I got to drop you some Bible information. Come on in the room. Today's show, ladies and gentlemen, is part in part brought by a new uh business, Stillaby.ai. Stillaby has uh is a new AI technology. If you guys have saw the content yesterday, uh, this is something that can help social media create better content. If you are a little bit shy on the being in front of the camera. Check out syllaby.ai. Syllaby.ai. I'm going to drop a link here real quick for you guys to see this. Uh, click onto the link in the ticker tape for syllaby.ai. If you click on that link, it'll also be listed in the post. And if you click on that link, it takes you straight there. If you're a camera shy or might not have the words to write out your uh, creative content. You can check out syllaby.ai. All you have to do is click onto the link and then tap get started and let syllaby do the work. All right, let's get started, y'all. We're not going to waste any more time with this. We're going to take it right here for you. Now, today's episode of Plug In is titled Don't Panic. It's just paperwork. Now, this is a stem off of because, uh, again, if you guys follow me and you know uh, the content that I put out is about um, some things that are changing and happening into the world of all LLC uh, owners, bosses. Uh, And it's actually, I told you guys in the uh, video content that this is not a new law, it's an old law. And that old law is went into effect last year, 2022. And what it uh, it expires next year. Get my mic and stuff set up right for y'all. So this law expires next year. And what this law is about is basically uh, putting it into effect that um, the government now wants to know who owns all of these LLCs. So basically it, it, it's revealing to you the that um, is going to be public record who owns the LLCs. And there's this form that you got to fill out by January 25th, 2024, stating that you own the LLC that you own or multiple LLCs that you own. Now, this law was put into place, one, for those people who are in divorces, uh, getting divorced and they're trying to hide some money, hide some assets. So they roll it over to the LLC where they had protection at one time. But now you got to reveal that you own this LLC. Two, it was also put in a place for you real estate developers uh, and house flippers out there who have been capitalizing on deferred taxes. And not to say that you were avoiding paying taxes, but you guys know, like I know, deferred taxes, you was just kicking that that money on down the road and you was going to pay it later. Now, the way that uh, real estate owners, uh, developers, 
uh, house flippers was taking advantage of that deferred tax loan list. They never claimed the taxes or they never current claimed the money as earned income. They automatically roll that over into a new project. You roll it over to a new project is not earned income because you didn't take a salary out of that. You rolled it over into another deal. And then that completely got you around paying taxes. Now, two or three, it was for those people who are in the criminal element that was trying to hide money, property, assets, different things like that. So you roll that up into an LLC and now it's a legit legal business and the feds couldn't seize all of your money and stuff. So now that they know that you own these businesses and they're going to make a public record, now they can come and get it. So these good divorce lawyers, man, and that scorned woman or scorned man. Could have been. The wife could have been making more money than you. And she was protecting herself. Now she got to reveal that there's some other extra money in them secret bank accounts that you didn't know about. Uh, as well as some other things. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I've had several of my clients call me uh, with the concern of this new 1583 form. And I've had to calm people down. I've had to calm them down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all through the agency of finding out if you are a real person or not, a real business or not, and um, they want to make sure that you're not setting up something illegal or uh, now none of my clients are setting up illegal businesses. Let me put that right there first. I show people how to do it the economical way, uh, the beneficial way to where you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars LLC. Now, my, my program and uh, course has been done by many people that's worth a lot more zeros than I am. And they've been doing it for years. But now with this new government that we have in place, regardless of your public, your, your political affiliation, they want to know why. So a lot of my clients have been getting this 1583. And I wanted to come on to the to podcast today to give you all, whether you're taking my course or not, but if you are using a virtual address to establish your businesses and set up your LLCs, your S-Corps or your C-Corps, this form is going to grace your email. And don't panic, ladies and gentlemen. Don't panic. Don't panic. Panicking means that you are doing something illegal. Panicking means that you are up to something nefarious and no good. But I don't worry about um, doing anything illegal. I mean, I, I sell products and I sell a service. My clients that take my courses, um, they are provided a service, and I give them that service. I don't oversell any high-drain expectations, uh, outlandish expectations. 
I tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly. I give all of my clients the appetizer, the entree, the, the, the dessert, and the nightcap. So you get everything up front. And for those who are buying my products, you guys can see I always rock my own gear. I plug you in with the information that you need in order to make you successful. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I am your favorite plug, R.D. Muhammad, plugging you in with the information that you need in order to make you successful or put you on the path to success. And you are now tuned in to the Plugged In Show. All right, let's get right into it. This 1583 form. Now, I'm going to share my screen because I want you guys to read this along with me. Now, this is one of the tools in the AI technology that I show all of my clients. I teach all of my clients how to use. If you're not familiar with ChatGPT, you need to get on ChatGPT because you can ask ChatGPT anything. You can instruct the AI technology to reveal all things to you, whatever you're concerned about. Actually, ChatGPT is going to replace Google. Mark my words. Nobody's going to be Googling anything from now on out. People are going to be going to the AI technology. And this is what you're seeing right now. So what I did, I went to ChatGPT and I said, explain to me in 120 words or less, what is an a 1583 form and chat GPT scoured the intraweb and it gave me the simplest paragraph of what a 1583 form is. Uh, a 1583 form. A 1583 form, also known as a form, okay, I want to make sure I have the right glasses on, which I don't. Uh, a 1583 form, also known as the Application for Delivery of Mail Through Agent, is a document used by individuals or businesses to authorize a third-party mailer to receive mail on their behalf from the United States Postal Service. Um, the form is typically used by mail forwarding companies or virtual mailbox services to receive and manage mail for their customers. The 1583 form requires the applicant to provide their name, address, identification documents, and a notarized signature. The United States Post Service requires that the form be filed and notarized before the mail delivery can be authorized by to the third party mail. The purpose of the 1583 form is to ensure the security and privacy of mail delivered, as well as prevent unauthorized access to mail. Now, this is the technical meaning, ladies and gentlemen, the technical meaning. Now, let me give you the layman's meaning of this 1583 form. They want to know who you are. Now, when we set up these and establish these uh, uh, LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, and, uh, and I've told you guys a hundred times or many times before, I'm going to let this stay up for a little bit. Um, you are not a citizen of the state in the city that you live in. You are a resident of that state, but you are not a citizen. You are a citizen, a citizen of the United States of America, which simply means 
You can LLC, register an LLC, register an S Corp, register a C Corp in any of the 50 states plus its U.S. territories. So if I live in Alabama, yes, I can legally register and establish a business in the U.S. territory of Puerto Rico. I can register and form an LLC in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I can register an LLC in the state of Wyoming, Nevada, Delaware, uh, Wisconsin, um, Baltimore, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, Missouri, Colorado, Arizona, Mississippi. I can register and establish an LLC in any of these states or U.S. territories. Why? Because I am a U.S. citizen. And that entitles me to do that. So when, even when I teach people how to register an LLC their name, you do not have to register an LLC that name in the state that you live in. Some states, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys take my course or if you know about my system, I give you the states and how much each state charges you. Not just for the registration form, but the annual, the annual registration fees. I give you all of that information. I give you all of that work. Now, but a lot of them are getting this 1583 form. Now, this 1583 form, again, because I, I take my clients through getting a virtual mail uh, address through the United States Post Office. Now, here's the funny part about it, and this is how we know there's nothing nefarious that's going on. The United States Post Office is issuing virtual addresses. Listen to it again. Uh, on behalf of the United States Postal Service, this form is typically used by the mail forwarding companies where we get the virtual address or virtual mailbox service to receive and manage mail to their customers. Now, the United States Postal Service requires that the form be filed and notarized. Now, it's not that the third-party agents that we are using wants this information. The federal government wants this information again. And this is a thing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and we'll get off into my personal views and feelings later. But the post office want to know who got the mailboxes open, who opened them, why they open them, why they're opening them in another state that they don't live in. Now, and that's valid questions. So even if I uh, uh, was asked that by the United States. Uh, Postmaster General, well, why do you open up a virtual mailbox in, in, in Colorado? Because the fees are cheaper for me to establish my LLC. That's why. And you have to, according to the law, you have to have a local address in that state that we LLC in. So I got a virtual address in that state. So now I can conduct business legally in that state. What did I do wrong? Well, you're going to get mail. Uh, we need to have this. No, it's a virtual address. 
You don't get mailed to a virtual address, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we have emails. This is why when you set up your, e your business email account, you get any mail that you need of importance to come immediately to your email address and not be mailed with a stamp. So to all of my clients and all of you out there who are watching this podcast or listening to this podcast via the 14 streams that I stream on, don't panic. Don't panic. Everybody's just doing their tax checks and balances. Everybody doing their checks and balances. Now, in the nefarious world, to where we have the criminal element that are opening up virtual addresses, and they're trying to mislead the government and uh, do whatever case may be, or those wealthy people who are trying to hide assets and money from the divorce lawyer so they don't have to cough up no more money or split or sell any more assets. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's the quote-unquote why they put it out. Mm. But personally, if you can't hide any other assets or you now you have to be known that because that kills one, the anonymous filing of an LLC. And they have gotten so crafty with that paperwork. Now, if you watch that pod, I mean, not the podcast, but if you watch that reel that I did the other day, they haven't changed the tax code. They will never change the tax code. But what they did, they did a roundabout way to find out who owns what. No more anonymous filings to a degree. Because for every law that's made, there is a loop. We're going to show you how you can take advantage of that loophole as well on your level. Now, well, I'm just going to give you this work for free. Free game. If you've been in business as an LLC for a year or longer, ladies and gentlemen, you want to transition over to an S or C corporation. Ta-da! You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, they've gotten so critical with that pen and that paperwork up there in Washington, D.C. This is what they're saying now. Even if you had an attorney register your LLC, if you've had an attorney register your LLC to keep your name off the paperwork and your attorney is working as a third-party registrar for you and your business, hiding behind attorney-client privilege, now they got now what the government is going to do is going to make you make you have your attorney as a partner now, no longer as a member. Mm. Ooh. Look at what look at what these folks is doing now. So instead of having your lawyer as a employee working for you, protecting your assets and then keeping your paperwork anonymous and filing, now what they're gonna do? He just became your business partner. 
Mm. <laughs> and if you're making a nice little piece of change in your LLC and your business, then I mean, now that's probably a conversation you have to have with your attorney. But now he can't file that registration as a member anymore. Now he's going to have to file it as a business partner. Now, if you run across one that you done made mad or you miss paying him his retainer fee, guess what? He is now part owner of that business as of January the 25th, 2024. So you better get your paperwork in order. Now, that's the funniest thing about it. This law came out last year, 2022, and it won't go into the ending effect until 2024. Now, when the changing of the guard happened, when the, uh, the Republicans came in and replaced the Democrats, Mm, two years of trying to figure out and find a loophole. Now, to do that, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell y'all this free game. Get your pen and your paper ready because I'm going to give it to you right now. Create that S or that C court. Then turn around and create and open your trust account, your trust fund. Now, along with your insurance policy, as, I've, as I teach all of my clients, Along with your insurance policy, have your trust fund as the beneficiary. The same exact thing that Rockefeller, Ansel Rothschild Rockefeller, did in 1878 with only $400,000. $400,000 life insurance policy has already flipped, ladies and gentlemen, to over $44 billion. Mm. Because what the play in the plan is, is all of your descendants have to put a million dollars insurance policy into that trust fund. So if anything happens to your descendants or you, then the trust fund becomes the beneficiary and all of the money stays into the trust. Now, that trust, ladies and gentlemen, also has to own all of your businesses. A trust fund is a private entity or private account. Private, not only private, but tax-free. So instead of going to a bank and borrowing money, this is, you'll hear a lot of terms, social media marketers or social media influencers or people that's on the social media network. We'll talk about be your own bank. The only way to be your own bank is you have to have your own money. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. In order to be your own bank, you have to have your own money. Now, after COVID, a lot of regular Joes, just regular ordinary citizens, we start getting this information, which I call gold nuggets of information because it was golden the day that I received it. And I started putting this information to work first myself and for myself. And then when I started seeing, whoa, whoa, this is how the haves been playing the game? Say what you want to. I don't too much, me personally, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have to be like them. 
I just want to play the game like them on my level. On my level. I want to be able to live life on my own terms and be my own boss. Now, if good, good Lord decide to shine upon me and I hit the seven-figure club, woohoo! Alhamdulillah. But if I don't, I have still maximized and made more money than I have ever made working for somebody else. With a little bit of sense, hard work, discipline, and determination, I will eventually get to my goal. You know, in our studies, it says prepare yourselves for positions waiting on you. The position is already created. The lifestyle that you want has already been created. We just have to prepare ourselves for it. And this is this 1583 form is another, it's not even a hurdle. It's a pebble. A pebble. So don't panic. Fill it out. You can't get around it now. As of right now, you can't. But fill it out. As long as you have that virtual address, your, all of your businesses and LLCs and all of that stuff is connected to that virtual address. So if you don't fill it out, that's going to forfeit your virtual address, which will then forfeit your LLC registration in that state. So why y'all want to play with it? Don't. Don't. Now, a lot of people are panicking and saying, oh, man, I'm just going to LLC in my state. Bruh, sister, now you're going to go back and get eight. So you, did y'all realize that some of these states, let's take California, for instance. California is $800 to register an LLC. Nevada, $400. Wyoming. Delaware, $500. Now, there are people all over the internet talking about, man, you do it in Delaware, Wyoming, or Nevada. Well, if y'all got that kind of money, hey, cool, great. Do you. I tell my clients to go in states where it's $50 one time, no annual registration. All you got to do is report every year that the business is still in business. That's it. Now, if you got $800, you take 50 of that, register in the states that take that $50 registration. You still got $750 working capital that you can either A, put into your bank coffers and uh, uh, count that as your operating capital. See, this is the stuff that scares a lot of people from even doing this because when the haves start throwing out all of these big numbers, the average Joe, people like you and I, we look at that and be like, whoo, man, I, I ain't got that kind of money, man. Man, that's going to take my whole paycheck. And man, if, if I miss one paycheck, man, I'm in the street. So yes, do I think that the government is trying to make it harder now? Not just the government. I think just these unhidden, the, the I believe that the wizard behind the curtain that don't nobody see 
Because, listen, ladies and gentlemen, with the rise, again, after COVID, during COVID, after COVID, the rise of self-employed bosses has risen tremendously. Did you guys know that more millionaires were made during the time of COVID? Did you know that there were more six-figure earners? And we're talking six figures, 100,000. There were more six-figure earners during the time of COVID from people that wasn't getting that from a traditional job. There was no work shortage. People was just, because there definitely wasn't a spending shortage. And it wasn't all from them PPP loans. If you guys go back and do the math, OnlyFans page came out of COVID. <laughs> say what you will, say what you want, believe or do what you want. But OnlyFans came out of COVID. COVID birthed OnlyFans into existence. So now you're every everyday, you're every day average soccer mom is now making millions on that OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, some of y'all been watching them pages. Some of y'all paying that $29.95 a month. And Karen started making millions. Now she's making more money and then attending more soccer games I'm just telling y'all what God look. But don't panic. This is just paperwork. This 1583 form is just paperwork, ladies and gentlemen. Send the paperwork out. Send it back in. Because if they shut down your virtual address, then guess what? Uh, you're going to lose your LLC registration. Sign it. Have it notarized. Send it in. Get it all back. But yes, just be a real talk. COVID produced OnlyFans. You had people dropping out of college because they were making more money on the OnlyFans page than they was in the career that they're going to school for. So people was like, duh, why should I keep going to school when I'm already making a million? Now, not just that, but COVID produced social media marketers and social media influencers. Social uh, COVID produced affiliate marketers. So there wasn't a shortage on employees. Because the flip side to that was you had an increase of boom and new bosses. During the times of COVID, them two years, ladies and gentlemen, you had an increase of small business owners. I just watched the episode of Shark Tank, one of the greatest shows that I've ever watched. There was a lady uh, up in uh, Maine, two sisters actually, who started a blue crab, or, or I think it's blue crab, a blue crab restaurant e-com business. Now, they working and seasoning and cooking all of these crab plates in their home. 
And then they set up an account just like Uber Eats or uh, whatever that along that business model was. They have an e-com restaurant, an e-restaurant that was produced out of COVID. So why would those two young ladies go back to work when they're making more money in their dream of having a restaurant? See, all of this stuff that is done is, is that's taking place now, even with the 1583 form, even with this new uh, uh, tax form that we got to fill out, with well, this new LLC form we got to fill out. What's happening? They want to push us back into the workforce. Yes. That's my back into the workforce because if they can force us to go back to work now you got to hey look at it like this if all the employers the employers now have to start doing the work of the employees who do you think gonna be upset who do you think is going to start going to the man behind the curtain and saying, hey, look, we ain't got no employees no more. Y'all got to do something about these people having these businesses and starting these businesses up around here. Who's going to do the work? Because I'm not. No boss wants to go back to being an employee, including myself. Once you've had a taste of working for yourself and keeping all the money, I can turn it on when I want to, or I can not work when I want to. I don't have to call nobody and ask permission. Can I go to my daughter's band uh, recital? Or can I go and participate in my son's or daughter's athletic game? I don't have to ask nobody for nothing. That's what bosses do. Because I got somebody else doing the work for me that I can live my dreams the way I want to. And I can live life on my own terms. No owner, no business owner wants to go back to being a worker bee. But now when you got the government stepping in now with all of these forms and papers to sign, now there are a lot of people who are going to panic. And there are a lot of people who are going to hit the panic button and they just going to stop because they're already up to no good. I don't worry about nobody suing me over a $20 t-shirt. Man, I'll give you your $20 back. Get on out of my face. I mean, I, 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 and I teach my clients the same thing. Because in the book called Bible, it says that a good name, a good name, a good name is as good as gold. A good name. So if I am trying to be a good entrepreneur, a good business owner, and I provide a good service and a good product, my name will stand by itself. My name will talk for me before I even step foot in a room. So now... People can't hide behind LLCs. I didn't worry about being an anonymous LLC in the first place. 
because I provide a good business and a good product. So ladies and gentlemen, with that, don't panic. It's just paperwork. That's all that it is. It's just paperwork. Fill the paper out, get it notarized, send it back in, and don't worry about a thing. Keep living your dream. You mean to tell me you're going to give up all this hard work, sacrifice, and sweat equity that you have put into building and establishing and creating your business? You're going to give all of that up because somebody told you that you got to put your name on something? You've been signing your name on stuff all your life and you didn't know nothing about it. Is that going to change the tax code to where you can't start filing stuff? No, it's not. Don't panic. Don't panic. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for chilling with me. Hey, I am the info plug. I'm your favorite plug. I'm the plug that you need in order to so you can live life on your own terms. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you guys. Now, tomorrow night, for anybody who wants to sign up for the course in the class, please, please get your information in. Uh, I'm going to post the spiel uh, where you guys can see the uh oh we had a comment what's going on miss uh audrey uh but um you guys can see on the ticker tape definitely uh you can hit me up on all of these sites if you want to support the podcast you can do that uh all uh card processing companies that's available that that's out there in the world i'm on if you want to support the podcast just send your beloved brother 99 cent i'm not asking nobody to hit uh, I ain't hit nobody in their pocket because there's enough money out here for all of us to eat. But all of this good info, I work for you. You know, the minister, minister told us one time, he said, your success is going to be in the service. This is why I'm a servant to the people. I want to give you what you need in order to make you successful because there's enough money out here for all of us to eat. There literally there is, ladies and gentlemen. But the powers that have or that's always had they want to eat their food and your food, too. They don't want you to eat no food. I'm just one of those that say, hey, look, cube steak is still steak to me. And it's going to make my belly full. I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace.